Blog Talk Radio. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the next contest, it is set for one fall or two curfew. I'm going to make this a tag team match. And I'm going to show every single one of you that there's only one boss in the WWE, and that's me. Does this look soft to you? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's one part of our bodies that's soft, and it ain't soft all the time. If you catch my meaning, Ric Flair, New York City Ric Flair, you're going to find out what hard is all about. Hey, Machine Gun, what's my impression of Okada? We hate Okada. Screw Okada. Los Ingobernables! This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Kevin Matthews, you suck ass. <laughs> you might be one of the worst wrestlers I've ever watched in my life. What, what is that? Is that an announcer? No, that's Kevin Kelly. And Alex Mel. Uh, this whole thing, if, if it's him and Cass attacking each other, I'm going to be, I, I might stop watching him forever. Then attacking each other. And if you don't know, Kevin Matthews, you still suck ass. Uh, something just feels right about uh, about that, about hearing Naito's music again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I do like that. It will not mean the same mean the same uh, the same thing as it was, you know, hell, even ten years ago, but. Yeah, man, Naito, Lij, man, that was that was the tits, man, for a long, long time. Hey, you know, depending what happens in the on the ninth, and I think it's the eleventh, uh, we could be seeing Aussie Open or Sonata Naito taking on FTR at Russell Kingdom as the World Tag League wraps wraps up uh, in about a week. Oh wow, I'm down for that. I mean, let's. Hey, they're already having four ways triple threat. And one-on-one, you might as well add another triple threat with the tag teams of uh, FTR, Aussie Open, and Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito. I mean, yep, there you go. You know, it's one of those things, too, where I think it's, um, uh, what should we call it, uh, Naito and Sonata are five and two, and, or six okay. and two, yeah, they're six and two, and they have one match left, and then uh, Aussie Open is Six and one, and they have one match left. And I believe they're wrestling uh, Naito and Sonata on the ninth, which I'm actually going to I'm going to make sure to watch. I've heard a lot of good things about the tag league, so Wednesday on my day off, I'm going to try to just jump in and parachute into the you know stuff I want to watch. I guess you could say. Uh, mm-hmm. But so they could be tied going in last night, where it's if Aussie Open wins, they're in. If they lose, Naito and Sonata get in because of the tie break type thing. So. Yeah, be interesting to see how that goes. But I tell you what, I still, you know, we've talked about. I'm clamoring for an FTR Aussie Open Wrestle Kingdom match because they're like, all right, guys, oh, you got yeah. 18 minutes, do whatever you want. Does that include entrance times? 
Even even if you want to say yes, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm not complaining, you know, whatsoever. I mean, as long as they don't fucking rush it, uh, you know, kind of like what AEW's doing. It's like, all right, here's FTR and the Acclaimed, even though FTR was feuding with the Gun Club and was not feuding with the Acclaimed. In fact, a tag team with them, but here's the title match in two days with no build. And that's one of my big issues with all the wrestling over the last four or five months. It, it, and that's the hard thing, because, like, everyone complains that FTR is not getting pushed and not on TV, and then they push them, put them on TV, and then people... But you don't need to do... Why Why do you need to do them and the acclaimed all of a sudden, right away for the tag titles? Well, Just because no one comes out. On, they've been hinting at it huh? on, like, Rampage and back. Like, they've been hinting at it for since September. Well, I know they've been, you know, kind of talking, but again, they, they, it seemed like they were more into a feud with, with Colton and Austin <laughs> gun than, than anyone. I think that was a, how do we, or let's just give them something to do until we finish this swerve and swerve and acclaims angle, which they finally finished. Because I, I don't think that that, ang- I think part of it was we were going to get to FTR against swerve and Lee. Yeah. And I think the, the just the scissor me nation took over and scissor me nation. We're going to do the <laughs> same thing, but we're going to just delay it a little bit. And it, you know, what it was great is uh, where they they wait to pay this off fully until you know, like revolution. Mm-hmm. But you know, I said to you two weeks ago, I said I'm pretty sure everything I've heard was it's going to be at winter is coming. So I thought it was going to be another week. So yeah, why why wouldn't you happen. wait for that to make it more I stacked? They, then. I wonder if they gave it the uh, the show so stacked as it is, and as you alluded to in our, in our group chat, which I didn't know, there's no six man this week for whatever reason. Yeah. So well, I, I mean, we after three matches, you know, and and the bullshit ending in the third match. I'm uh, I'm glad we're we're gonna take a breather. But then that's when you should do like single matches. Then you know do do Phoenix and you know Nick Jack. Well, they already did that and it was a banger earlier this year. Yeah. Nick Jackson. So run it back again, damn it. Um, no, I think it's good to, to take a break off of that. Um, and what do we say? Uh, it was going to be the 11th when they're in LA, where you know the uh, match number seven is going to take place. And as we alluded to in said group chat to kind of talk about the trios, is uh, then I reported that the rumor is, even though I swear he signed the blood oath for life uh, contract with New Japan a few years ago, and it was like, is he going to go to AEW? Is he going to join his other golden lover, Kenny Omega? Uh, Bakota Ibushi, of course, again, signed the uh, the blood contract, and then, of course, had his troubles with the company uh, through twenty uh, the end of 2021 into all of 2022, um, and essentially saying now the contract is up at the end of January, Ryan, which, you know, of course, he's still kind of recouping from his injury, um, you know, kind of helping his mom and just being, you know, I don't know, Kota Abushi, yeah, his craziness and his, what, his 25-hour-a-day, 390-day-a-year, you know, sleep cycle, whatever the hell he does, um, you know, to kind of keep him in that crazy shape that he's in. Uh, I mean, do you see Abushi kind of freelancing, you know, kind of in the Puro side? I mean, Obviously, the the call is AEW, but you know I don't think that's something they're going to rush right away, right? Well, I, I 
I, the Code of Bushi thing is weird to me because he's always been that guy who just beats to the his own drum. You know what I mean? But he's always been yeah. the guy. Yeah, the one time to... he signs the contract that bites him in the ass. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he proved exactly why he never did that. Like he literally yeah. proved why he never did. And now, to be fair, they they made a world champ like they said they would. He won. Yep. Did he win back to back G one or just him. one? He won two. I, I thought. Yeah, because he so the last four have been Okada twice and Ibushi twice. I think that yeah, yeah. they went back to back twice. Yeah, so I mean, to to be to to give New Japan the credit, they did everything they said they were going to do. Yeah, you know they 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 held a third of the bargain. We'll push you, but we just want you under contract. And while I don't agree with trying to rush him back because you know your your attendance is hurting because of COVID and this and that, and you're trying to get the stars back. Um. He went on a a little bit of a where I thought he had some CTE issues with some of the stuff he was saying. Yeah, uh, like I mean, bro, you, you know, once again, that some stuff shouldn't be out in the public. And he went, he's talking about yakuza and shit. Like I was waiting for for Sakaguchi yeah. from DDT to show up at his house. He's like, you know me. <laughs> Why are you talking about this? And like he's cornered, and it's like Tokyo Vice all over again. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Like, sure, do I still got to finish. Oh, okay. please do, please do. I did. I do believe it got yeah, picked I'm, up. I'm all about Games of London. I don't know if you watched it on AMC Plus or BBC. Um, it's the guy Gareth Evans who made the Raid movies. Okay. Um, this is for his his foray into television, and uh, just one of the most. I mean, it's the Raid, but with blokes and and gangsters instead Hell of you yeah. know the. the the craziness. So I definitely highly recommend. I think they were airing the first season for free on like Apple or Amazon where you can watch for free and the second season just started. So that's kind of, kind of my jam at the current moment. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, um, did you, did you, are you current on uh, white Lotus? No, uh, did not watch last night. Uh, had uh, two Yellowstone episodes to catch up on and all of a sudden oh, I was like, Oh, it's 11. It, it is one of those things where ever since the first episode, it just progressively continues to pick up even better and better and better. And now I'm just going, God damn it, I want the finale next week. <laughs> is it the finale already or is it two more? No, but next week's the finale, yeah. So they're just they're oh my seven, gosh. whereas the other one was six. Okay. Well, the so. episode six, how that ended, you know, kind of like with the first season with Armand and uh, his his lackey, if you will, uh, kind of putting his tongue in 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 various spots. Um, didn't expect you know kind of episode six to kind of have See, a, a similar situation. That was episode five. So oh, that was five. Was, okay, okay. Six was yesterday, and then seven oh, they're only doing seven. Yeah. So and I looked that up too because I wanted to make sure I wasn't wrong. Um, la- the huh. first season was only six, so that, so it's one more episode oh. longer this season. Seemed like it was way longer. All right, yeah, yeah. Just the alley, by the way. Cheers and look who's talking. Passed away at seventy-one. Oh, damn. Battle of cancer that she did not, yeah, that she did not uh, say about. But that's, yeah, R.I.P. A, a lot of years. Man, but um, wow. So they're getting an extra episode. I, I, I've been really into occult symbolism and like I'm never usually a conspiracy theorist, you know, not like a Kyrie Irving where the earth is flagged because I'm not an idiot, but a lot of this like, huh, Balenciaga, 
the imagery, Kanye, Card, the elitist, essentially. And I'm, and I'm not talking about Tyson and Matt and Nick and whatnot, but that's been taking a lot of my time the last like, week where I'm like, well, Kanye's wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm at a, a spot now where I'm like, I, you know, he's probably a favorite musician of all time because every album, his artistry was, was bar none. I mean, he mm-hmm. changed it up with every album, and his production style was just so, you know, game-changing on many levels, even though it was so laid back and old school, you know, as well. Um and I respect that, but yeah, I, I don't respect obviously, uh, especially with you know my friends and, and brother and family, yeah, you know yeah, that, that are the Jewish faith God, and all that Lord. shit. He's like talking about Hitler, and I'm like, wait, what? When Alex Jones is like, bro, you got to settle down. Yeah, he's trying I'm, to like guide on his show. I'm away. like, okay, that's too. When a TV host is turning you away from his questions, and you're like, no, no, let me answer that. Stardom watched uh, watched the DDT Dio Grand Prix final. Didn't say to the tournament, but I at least watched the final. Uh, I watched this random game changer show that had two cold Scorpio and Sandman against one called Manders and Mance Warner, also against um, Miedo Extremo and Sequel Pay in a three way tag match. 
that ended with them like dancing and like Sandman's just sitting on a chair because he can barely walk. And it was a, <laughs> it was weird. Not in great shape. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And then I had Mick uh, Gage in uh, defending the title against Cole Raderick. That was kind of fun. Is that the guy from uh, the 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 factory? He no, that's uh, who's the guy from the factory? Cole. Oh, Cole Carter. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know why the hell two dimes or whatever from NXT just randomly showed up with a mask. Because that's who that that Cole Carter kid was the dude who was with the. I quit Greco Roman because it didn't pay enough. That guy. Yeah. And he was called like uh, Channing Channing Lorenzo, I think, and he was a two die or dimes or stacks or something. I was like, that guy got cut because he sucked. Why'd you guys sign him? He sucked. And then they treat him like he's a big thing. He takes off a hood. He's like, I'm the surprise. I was like, I I don't know who you are, man. Nobody cares. I don't know. Look, yeah. you can see two dimes on AEW Dark Elevation. Just give me Jarrett and Lethal. That's all I care about. I just want to see Jeff Jarrett somehow continuing to win and then Jay Lethal because he's always really good. Yeah. Keep, two, keep two dimes stacks. Send him back to NXT. Like, look, we made a mistake and we know you guys really want him back. So we're just going to give him so he can be in the with the, the Gabagoo guy. I can't even remember his name. What's the guy's name? I quit the Greco Roman because he didn't, didn't pay enough. He beat, he uh, was the guy. D'Angelo Dimes? Oh. I was, well, I, oh my, Alex. I don't know, I but Choco Pro guy is facing Cole Radrick. He was pretty soon. Why? I, I, tr- I swear to God, I can't remember this guy's name. Like, I'm not even trying to make this a bit. And now it's starting to bug me. He was the guy who wore the white beater and wore his wind pants. The, he, he, the, the head guy, right? Yeah, he was there feuding with Santos Escobar and his group. Tony uh, D'Angelo. Italian American mobster Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, I was like, I, in my head, I was. I was to be fair, he him. looks like a wannabe mobster more so than a wrestler. I've never watched him wrestle. So oh, I don't know if so he's bad. good. Is he any good? No, NXT. 2.5, I guess it is now, is just 2.0 with different colors. It still sucks. The toxic attraction, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean they are they are nice. I don't I don't know. Toxic attraction girl, the third one, kind of is bothering me. She's weird. But I, I definitely like I, I definitely like Gigi Dolan and uh, Maddie, uh, Madison or Madison Rain, uh, Mandy Rose. I was watching Dark Evolution, ironically, today. I was thinking Mandy Rowe or Madison Rain because she lost to Emmy Sakura. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I got hyper thing. I was like, whoa, Tony D'Angelo is doing cameos? And then I figured it was the Carolina Hurricanes player. <laughs> oh, yeah, the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I was about to, I was about to play uh, Guess How Much a Cameo Cost. <laughs> If he's a pro hockey player, he, he deserves that money. <laughs> I uh, I do say, too, going back to where we were, um, I do like the idea of, of not having match four this Wednesday because I, I, I like the idea of giving them a week off with how hard these six guys are working. 
Yeah. Like, they're beating the shit. I mean, these matches have been really good. It's like, all I can see is which one of these guys is going to get put on the list, the injured list. And then we get to go back to the, the, the old adage of, oh, WWE's unsafe. Oh, AEW's unsafer. Well, WWE's unsafe. No, it's pro wrestling. People get hurt. It's a physical sport. doesn't matter what the three yeah. letters are in front of your company. It's People are going to get hurt no matter where they work. And I just didn't want that debate to come up again. But it's like, man. Like, I rewatched part of the, the last Well, I'm just match. happy no one's gotten hurt so far. I mean, yeah, so minus, far. I mean, is... is uh, is Neville or uh, Pac, is, is that his face mac? Is that a gimmick or, or is that a, a straight shoot? No, remember at the pay-per-view, he was bleeding. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like of all people, he's like one of the most, like, badass human beings. So he's like, I don't need no break. You know, I, ter- terrible accent, by the way. Man. I tried to Give do me that. my flannel and my nerd glasses. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. Then he's gonna. You wouldn't even know. He's, he's like Clark Kent, really. Like, yeah. No, uh-huh. And then he comes out. Remember how? Do you remember how great his cruiserweight title run was? That was amazing. Didn't we put him, or you put him? Like, like there was like a strong consideration, like putting him top ten that mm-hmm. year. It was like twenty what sixteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because 2018 right was before he Dragon, Dragon Gate. Gate. Yeah, he went back to Dragon Gate 2018 because Kobe World 2019 was when we really got into it. That yeah. was the uh, Ben K. Pack uh, Kobe World. Um, but yeah, and then he just, they did this great devil run only for him to lose to Enzo. It was like, this is unbearable. Would <laughs> Enzo, I'm sure you've seen Enzo now or within the last few months, right? Like any images? Yeah. Do, do you think he would qualify still for, for 205 or the Cruiserweight no. title? No. Since he got, well, I'm not that jacked, but um, hopefully we'll get there with whatever he, well, not with whatever he took. Cause <laughs> he, he definitely could not teach that. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't get it like me over uh, over at repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Save 15% on that body, mind, and soul transformation that you will get. You can also help yourself sleep. You can get some great protein snacks. But, of course, you can sculpt your body to make it look different than what it was months ago. Uh, Everything from, you know, weight loss supplements to a muscle-building supplement to a wonderful whey protein um, that I, I think is one of the best on the market. Hopefully they get it back in stock soon, but it's also been a year. Uh, but they also have a, a wonderful kind of uh, intra-workout uh, Rev 7, I believe it's called. Um, sorry, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, definitely something I've been utilizing over the last six months since uh, the whole transformation of, of one Alex here, but uh, definitely recommend uh, checking out repsports.com. Promo code WrestleCast, C-A-S-T, at checkout, 15% off. Uh, I think they always just do, you know, postage, like straight seven ninety five, Easy. Order as much as you can. Get a free a bunch of free shit. I've gotten duffel bags and T-shirts and, you know, shakers and whatnot, so definitely check it out. Uh, they usually have weekly deals uh, buy one, get one, I believe, uh, is going on right now on some certain stuff. So check it out, repsports.com. Again, WrestleCast, C-A-S-T, at checkout. Booyah. Yeah, that's – that's. Uh, Are you starting to lift yet, you nerd? 
I'm going to. I'm going to soon. Mm. I, I I don't want to make it a New Year's resolution, so my my goal is to start before the New Year's. And then I so can like make December the December 30th? Level. No, like, I want to, like, I almost, I almost honestly went today, too. Like, I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to go after work. And then I think I'm going to work till like, 6.30. And then I was like, no, I want to do a show tonight. And then that's when I came home. But, like, tomorrow, I think I'm going to go tomorrow. Like, I think I'm going to go tomorrow. Um, yeah. But that way, my New Year's Good resolution month, can be to, I, my resolution is to maintain the consistency of going. Not I need yeah. to go because it's it's the staying consistent that's the hard part. So that's what I want to make yeah. my goal for the year is to be consistent with it. Mm. So I like that. That's a good goal. Go and that's what and, honestly and, has helped me is I, I try to go at least five days a week right after work. So it's done early. I don't even do cardio, so I get a good 90, 90 to 100 minutes straight lifting. And I can, uh, one, one of my other goals that, that I had, I can actually say I've already accomplished, which was nice, even though it sucked, because um, aside from that nice PC that I, or that desktop that I was able to walk into, which once again kind of became a nice two-for-one, because both of us are going to benefit from this, because now yes, we can get yeah. you back with a microphone. Um, I, I got my credit score almost 100 points higher than it was at the start of the month, nice. last month. So I've improved my credit score. I've paid off all my credit cards. Uh, I have essentially no debt really anymore. Nice. And yeah, so I did all that. So that was one of my main goals to get that taken away. So then uh, maybe I could have uh, somebody to, you know, do something every once in a while if I like to. And then it'll be to get going in the in the gym before the year's over. So that could be my ba-bow. As I, yeah. my, my goal is to consistently go to the gym each week and to bring everybody at least one episode a week of WrestleCast. That's my goal going forward in January. Only for January, huh? Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I was hoping <laughs> to be of it. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. I agree. Um, I've got the so, gym part down. But... So being that we are on, I mean, we were good. We, we were good. We we were going to do a Survivor Series show last week, guys. Um, yeah, Ryan was like, fair, "I got right. ten minutes of stuff." I was excited for the show. I thought it wasn't bad, but you know, I, you know, I was like, "I get it." Um, I was going to try to watch some stardom, but for some reason, the bullshit uh, login was not working on my LG internet browser. So, but before I would throw my TV across the room, I would just walk <laughs> away and then figure to do something else. So, yeah. Um, with that laptop, I probably would have watched it on there instead of my phone since I have cracks all over my, uh, my my screen protector. And I think it's stupid. It's $50 for a screen protector. When I used to manage, I would only charge people $10 for a uh, replacement. But sure. New reject. New reject. <laughs> um, you know, and, and uh, that's, I think that's a good way to, to, to jump in here is, is with being on a time crunch. We were going to do it. And to be fair, Alex got sick and I got COVID. So, kiss Yeah, up. that happened too. <laughs> That's why I was like, hey, Ryan, how you doing? How you feel? Yeah, like I still got a little bit of a cough. I'm, I'm still kind of, but I'm, I'm rocking and rolling though. Like I'm, 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 I'm here to, 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 to party. If they, well, speaking of rocking and rolling, uh, Survivor Series 2022, so now, the first of... Before we go into Survivor Series, a couple people 
have have done 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 this, and I loved it. I thought it was a hilarious idea. With with yeah. with how much now when when you look at a world title history, right? WWE yeah. world title, correct? Where where does you, where can you start your lineage? Like, do you start all the way at Buddy Rogers and go to San Martino and Koloff and Stasiak, or like, where do you, do you start at Hogan? Like Hogan, Savage, Hogan. Oh, Hogan. I mean, I, I would for sure. I mean, I would probably. I, I my first answer would have said Bruno, but yeah, Buddy Rogers. I mean, the, the OG Nature Boy. Um, so definitely would have to so be you that. So with Buddy Rogers. How many? But then you, you have Buddy Rogers. Double? You got Bruno. Then you got Bob Backlund. It's like what three champions for what twenty seven years? Yeah, because well, you know, you it was it was it was. Rogers, Bruno, and then I think it went Stasiak, and then it went Bruno again, yep. and Ivan Koloff, and then it went Pedro Morales, I think, and then Backlund, and then it went Sheik, okay. and then it went Hogan. Oh, yeah, Backlund went up. Yeah. So, like, but if you're going through that kind of a list, like, you could go, you know, Hogan, Savage, Hogan, Warrior, Slaughter, Hogan, what, Taker's next. Hogan, yep. Yoko, Bret Hart, Yoko. Yeah, I have Flair in there. So, like, that's, that's, like, the easiest kind of shit to go through, right? And, and probably up oh, until yeah. about 2000. If, if, I were to, if I were to say in the last five years, can you ever, 2018, they started doing a men and a women's Royal Rumble. Can you yeah. tell me who won every Royal Rumble in the last four years between the men and the women? Holy shit. Um, I don't know. Uh, exactly. That, like, that's my point. Is I want to say Brock Lesnar's got to be one of them, right? Um, I think so. I said I could. That, so. that had to have been into a match like a big surprise. Like, oh, no. Um, God, who else? Um, well, Reigns pretty much were... Reigns pretty much was in title matches, I would say, over the last four years. Because um, I else? did this quiz, and I, got a, I, I, I didn't complete it. I couldn't remember really? the men of 2018. I got the other ones. And so, well, last year's winner? Bianca, I would say, because that got a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, Bianca's won. Um, you said Brock. That was then Rousey was the one who came back this year, and no one gave yep. a shit. So you got Brock, Rousey, and Bianca. Do you remember who the man was on the Bianca? <laughs> it would have been in the main event of thirty-seven. The main event for thirty-seven. I don't know. I'm have to go back on that one. Um. I know what's his name, the because that was in the Texas one. Uh, what's his name? Drew McIntyre. He yeah, won that yeah, one because yeah, that, that was right. a big thing. And then Performance Center, COVID, you know, all that stuff happened, like, mere months later. Um, ah, who else? 2018, you said? Yeah, that's when they first started doing joint ones. So there's been... Five of them. I got nine of the ten. Right now, you're So missing... the first joint one was cool because it was uh, 
it was Piro and Joshi. It was uh, Nakamura and, and Asuka, and I thought that was yep. a really cool. Well, what I thought was going to be the sign of the times <laughs> didn't change, but I was just like, nope. We're going to make the four, four marks out there happy, like myself. Yeah, um, I, I did this, this, this trivia, and I couldn't remember Nakamura. I was like, one of my favorite Piro guys of all time. Well, because it was I such could, a disappointing mm-hmm. match. I couldn't even remember I, I remembered Big John Stun, Stud winning a non-televised Royal Rumble in 89, but I could not remember Nakamura winning five years ago. Because <laughs> that was the one after Hacksaw, right? Yep, yep. Hacksaw with, yeah, Hacksaw with him, and then it was Hogan for two. Okay. And so on and so forth. And then Flair. But um, the other ones, I'm not sure on the other ones. So the you Bianca said who won the year, Bianca? Uh, Bianca was Edge. Edge won recently? That was, and then it set up Edge, Roman, and Danielson. Oh, that was that. <laughs> when he went the body, buried him. Um, the McIntyre year was Charlotte. Oh, Interesting. Um, the year before that, the, the last two then would be the lovers, Becky and uh, Rollins. Oh, that was when cool. Becky came out and she was she was already hurt. Hmm. And, and Very she's nice. like, let me let me let me go in there, and she like wasn't in the match, but then she like came out anyway because she lost the title match right. earlier the night. Yep. That's right. See, she's <laughs> a consummate professional. Truly so, is the man. With that being said, uh, I, I got this. I got this from another source, and I thought it was great. GiveMeSport.com put out a quick fifteen-question quiz, Alex, about okay. the twenty twenty-two WWE year. They're multiple choice. Wait, what? What site? At GiveMeSport.com. Alex, what pay-per-view did Cody Rhodes debut at? Uh, WrestleMania. Okay. And if you need multiple choice, well, this will have to. Which of these names did not main event WrestleMania this year? So he's got to remember from seven months ago. Stone Cold oh, Steve God. Austin, Bianca Belair, uh-huh. Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar. Uh, Bianca. Yes, good one. Good, good call. Where was WrestleMania held this year? Oh, shit. Uh, Had to have been Texas because of Austin. Dallas? Yep, Texas. Who has Logan Paul not shared a ring with this year? Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio, Sami Zayn, or The Miz? Oh. (laughs) Oh, Sami Zayn. Okay. Yeah, are these like harder than they Because Dane was jackass. Okay. Yeah. Which of these names? That's appeared? a trick question because you're like, yeah, it makes sense. Sammy Zayn and, and Logan Paul were oh, in the same together. <laughs> <laughs> um, which of these names appeared in the Royal Rumble? Bad Bunny, Kurt Angle, The Undertaker, or Vince McMahon? This year? Yes. Appeared in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, which one of those four did? Uh, Who would you say after Bad Bunny? Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Vince. I'm going to say Kurt Angle. 
uh, which of these names didn't win 100% of their matches in 2022? Stone Cold, Pat McAfee, Vince McMahon, or Johnny Knoxville? Uh, Pat McAfee. Which of these he names... got kicked in the, in the breadbasket by a football very weakly. <laughs> Which of these names didn't win the WWE Championship in 2022? Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns. Who didn't win a championship? The, the WWE championship? championship. Seth Rollins. Susan, which of these names didn't win the Intercontinental Championship in 2022? Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Gunther, Ricochet. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say Kevin Owens. Who made a shock appearance in the Women's Royal Rumble? Beth Phoenix? Layla, Karma, Mickey James. Karma. Uh, damn, was it the Mickey James one this year? I'm going to say Mickey James. All right. Out on the way, surprised because she was in TNA or surprised like she wasn't advertised? I wasn't advertised. Oh, I'm going to say, uh, I don't think it was Layla, Beth Phoenix. No, you got it right. You got it right. It was Mickey James. Oh, okay. Uh, which of these pay-per-view events did Cody Rhodes not face Seth Rollins at? WrestleMania, yeah. Mo- Money in the Bank, WrestleMania Backlash, or Hell in a Cell? Uh, Money in the Bank. Because he was rumored to be in the Money in the Bank and win it. Even though he was who, hurt. who has actually beaten Roman Reigns in a match in 2022? Brock Lesnar, Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. What? Um, <laughs> who's beaten him? Yeah, who has actually beaten Roman Reigns in a match in 2022? Technically, Logan Paul, no. Um, who were the options? Lashley, Paul? Lesnar and Rollins. I'm going to say Rollins, because he always beats them. What month did Vince McMahon officially retire, retire, kidding me, from WWE? May, June, July, August. I want to say, uh, ooh, is it the end of July, though? Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say it was a before. I'm going to say July. I'm going to say it was like right before because uh, SummerSlam was way early this year. So, yeah, I'm going to say July. Yeah, it was. Yeah, SummerSlam was in July this year. Yeah, it was like July 31st or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Who was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year? The Undertaker, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, Batista. Oh, Undertaker. Uh, what did what did WWE have Drew McIntyre do at SummerSlam? Cut a promo, face Roman Reigns, not feature on the show, face Jinder Mahal. Uh, 
I'm going to say not featured on the show. And who has left WWE this year? Adam Cole, Cesaro, Keith Lee, Daniel Bryan. Who left WWE this year, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Danielson. It wasn't Cole. Who would you say, Keith Lee, or who? Cesaro. I mean, I don't think Cesaro resigned. I'm going to say Cesaro. I don't think he resigned. So I guess that's technically leaving since Keith Lee was fired. Alex, you scored 87%, 13 out of 15. You are a WWE mark. What's weird is I don't even watch the product. I watch the (laughs) pay-per-views, and I skim through half of that shit. Um, The two you missed were Bad Bunny was in the Rumble. He was in the Rumble. Okay, okay. And the other one you missed was McIntyre cut promo. Promo? Okay. Uh, Because I knew he wasn't on the show because I was like, is they were ready for a battle at the castle or castle attack or... Whatever New Japan ripoff they were trying to do. <laughs> the, uh, and you the, got 15 out of 15? No, I got... What did I get? I think I got, I think I got 14. <laughs> like, I, I was like, damn it, I got all of them right almost killed. I, uh, just, uh, I just saw... Oh, no, I got 13. Uh, I think, you got 13. I think, oh, jeez. I thought Batista was a punch in the mouth. Ah. That's, so that, that I know I missed that one. One of the most common ones is people said Ricochet for the IC title, forgetting that Ricochet um, went on Twitter and tweeted, I just wish they would put me on TV so I could show everybody what I, what I can truly do. I can be a star in this business. And he tweeted that while he was the IC. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, let's get to the man. Let's get to as, as the man who will be Restarting with uh, WWE next month, War Games would say. Um, How wild is that? Like, to the so, cats out of the bag, the big news. Uh, you know, from full gear, claw? William Regal turns the uh, Blackpool Combat Club, uh, helps MJF win. And then we said, we're not going to grade the match because we'll wait until Dynamite, you know, a few days later to kind of, you know, see how, you know, where the story goes. Then he's like, MJF's oh, not here, shit. but he sent an email. I'll read it next week. And they're like, well, that's fucking stupid. Okay, well, whatever. And Regal we trust. Then Regal and MJF comes out, and MJF grabs the knucks and punches them in the back of the head, which is a very dangerous thing, especially with brass knuckles, um, and uh, killed them, and killed them all the way back to Connecticut, Ryan, as uh, the rumor was, is Regal's contract three years? Was it nine months? Did he have an out if Triple H ever regained power? Yada, that's yada, right. yada. Well, well, apparently that's the latter. And Tony Khan uh, is just like, eh, uh, here you go, Trips, even though if he didn't sign him to that. Uh, and there was no out clause like that. Um, I think he's just letting him go. Uh, as William Regal was rumored to say, which I don't know if EC3 is a, a real person to believe, but the rumor was, as Regal said, he immediately regretted his decision uh, to join AEW, which I'm assuming a lot of them are, uh, because of the immaturity in the management levels. I, I uh, so Regal, rumored to be back in 2023. Huh? I think mean, EC3 is full of shit. He's a bitter-ass dude who can't get a job. Well, yeah. I wouldn't listen to a word he would say. But why what him? 
why him to just say all that shit? Because he knows these dirt sheets will post it and he can get back in it because of his... Hey, look at his homeboy. He gets him to go back to the E2. Remember when Adam yeah. Schurr was talking about how Control Your Narrative was a major league company and all these people were imbeciles and then Triple H was like, oh, broad. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. And yeah. then he gets them. So, no, I don't he, believe you. What, what, what I heard, and I believe this, is he had that out clause that if Triple H came into power, he wanted to go back and work with his friend. And apparently in August or September, it got discussed, how do you want to, how do you want to wrap up? And, and he said, I want to finish the program with MJF first. So we can establish this new guy because he deserves it. And then I can start fresh at the beginning of the year when it's the reset period. Because there's no point of going back at the end when they're finishing things up before the Rumble. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're radio silent for, what, seven weeks until the Rumble. Because well, there's and, no pay-per-view in December. No, no. But if I'm William, if, if everything I've heard and know of William Regal – I believe that scenario because he's the kind of guy who's not going to do you wrong and does good business. Yeah. So and that's he did. What I, I mean, he was enjoyable on commentary. I mean, I look oh, forward to that great. more so than the wrestling. Him and, and Excalibur. I like. I, I love it. I but I, I'll say this too, and this is this is probably going to ruffle, ruffle some feathers. Um, last week, especially, I'm not, I'm not saying this week, but. Last week's AEW Dynamite was the best episode of TV wrestling I've seen in a long time. And it literally so that's ended... three weeks ago. Yeah, so we did talk about this. With, with the Jericho match? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. Then. Okay, I couldn't remember if we ended up talking about this. But yeah, like I went full five on that Jericho match. Jericho and Ishii. It was incredible. Ishii, yeah. God, it was fucking incredible. And I thought last week was really good. I thought that 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 MJF segment with with Regal was was fantastically done. And the best part of the main reason why this I like this company over the other company is, as I always say, they don't hit you over the head with that subtle hammer nine hundred times. When Adam Page came out, you didn't unless you're in a trios match. What's that? I said, unless you're in a trios match, then you do get hit with a hammer. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> terrible, that's terrible. That, that's good. Um, you don't need to play 400 video packages telling telling why Hangman's coming to get revenge on Moxley. Yeah. If you didn't know, Excalibur, in the midst of him walking down the ramp, said, "We haven't seen Hangman Page since he wrestled Moxley and got a concussion." Of course he's going to want retribution. That's all you need to tell me. I don't need you to play 17,000 fucking videos with, like, saliva playing in the background. Although the old saliva, like, 1999 videos are actually pretty good. But but, So bad example there. But I don't need you to play all these videos showing me about, oh, my God, he got a concussion and he couldn't finish. Like, I watched the product. I know what happened. And then Moxley does it. I'm surprised you even remember what happened. Like, that's all I need to Yeah, I, I thought that was a good lie. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they never said a word again. That's the one thing I like about AEW is they don't treat you like you're an idiot. WWE treats you like you're a, a bona fide moron, and you don't remember anything that happens on their show two weeks before that. 
I think it's more of the generalization of trying to grow your audience is why they do it. Now, I admit it's a little overkill at times, but I think that's the reason where in AEW it's like, all right, here's Tomohiro Ishii, whoever that guy is. Here you go. Yeah, but don't tell everyone. Like, here's Shibata. We're not going to explain why he's, you know, a well, you know a, a well, wrestler that people you. respect. They, but they, they at least give a background. What, I, I had heard at one point that Vince Well, Shibata, when Excalibur's not trying to, like, ram everything in in, like, four seconds. Well, yeah, that's what they should... He, he should get a little more time for that, but... Like, I think I, that's I, when they need video packages. Like, hey, you know, here's Jesse or Shibata. This is why he's great. They can get the footage because of the partnership. Even WWE is totally uh, easing in on that. Um, and I think that's when you kind of need it. Like, hey, here's Summer Hero Ishii, and then show clips with him and Omega from that G1. That's still one of my favorite matches of all time. And you're like, oh, this is why this is a big deal. Well, yeah, but you know, like, show some before. shit when he was the ROH TV champ. All you need is two yeah. minutes. Yeah, but he's already, I could see if it was his debut, but he is, he's probably had ten matches at AEW. Ten matches? I mean, I'd say like four, but I, I mean, I, that'd be insane. No, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I bet, I, I wonder how many he's had. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I'm going too hard. Oh my God, the scissoring of honor! But uh, <laughs> um, what's ring of honor? AEW, Ishii and all of them are just like randomly popping up. Hey, he's had six matches in AEW so far. Yeah, he was in the Adam, yeah. the Owen Hart tournament. Um, he worked all out. He did a couple. He did dynamite. Yeah. So anyway, regardless, doesn't matter. It's it's um. God, where was I going with that now? You threw me off. Uh, um, less video packages equals better company is what you're saying. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Now I remember. The, there was a point where I heard Vince McMahon literally treated Raw and SmackDown as I don't care what's on it as long as we can get video footage to make, for our video packages. That's why they would have them stand in all these weird places and have cameras in weird spots is because they were filming segments literally to just use them for video packages. Yeah. Well, and then think about it. That's why, you know, now it's nice. Like, I forgot what match I was watching last week on, on Raw or whatever, but I was doing my, my skiffs, and I was like, holy shit, this got four segments. <laughs> it was like the 8 o'clock match or whatever. I was like, wow, I don't think I've seen an early TV match get four segments in a long time. It was three segments or whatever doing the five-minute skip. But it made it got like 20 or 25 minutes. I was like, that's good. Like, you know, I, I know you're like, oh, just because they give you more minutes of wrestling doesn't make it any, you know, make the quality good for them. But, you know, in some instances, I, I think that's kind of a, a culture shock for WWE fans because they're used to five minutes. Okay. You know, I'm, not, of, of I'm not talking to wrestling. I'm talking – I appreciate that they have longer matches. You're right, 100%. Because I don't want to see three-minute TV matches so you can give me 17 backstage segments. I don't want that. But I'm just saying that doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean the angles are better. Is where I was going. Like the writing is still kind of poo poo. But I'm glad they get to wrestle longer. 
Like, some of the shit with Walter these last few weeks where they've let him work has been great. Yeah. And uh, Ricochet and Santos Escobar was awesome on Friday. Yeah, that was one I missed. I, I definitely have it in my, my queue, but uh, that was one. And uh, what's even cooler is uh, someone pointed out the Lucha Underground aspect, too, where I was like, that guy was, who was he, King Cuerno, or who was that guy? Yeah, King Cuerno. Yep. Where I was like, that guy was yoked then. I was like, I know yeah, he's a little he yoked now, but jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe it was the same guy. Um, yeah, that, that's, so like, I do appreciate that. I just, I just, I just think some of the, the writing is still kind of bad. Like, I don't know, like this whole, like, I mean, we, I don't know if we're going in order here, but like this Ronda Rousey, Shotzi Blackheart match was a fucking oh, disaster. Church. Oh my God. Church. This was one of the worst matches I've seen all year. Who do you blame? Someone that just kind of throws the match like, eh, I'm better than you and screams it every two seconds. Or someone trying, but still I blame not, not uh, using the effective moves correctly. hundred percent wrong. Look, Shelby Shelby Blackheart, I like her gimmick. Right. She's never been the greatest worker, but she works yeah. hard. And I, and you know, I'm a, I'm an effort person. Like, if you at least show me you're trying, I appreciate it. Ronda Rousey's just fucking lazy. She's a GCW a, wrestler who just happened to be like, oh, I got lucky. That's not a bad take. Like, and and I say that in a good manner. Like, as a yeah, like, and, I, and I'm not I, dogging her. I mean, she's all. got persona, she's got character, but mm-hmm. yeah, like, I mean, her wrestling technique. It's like, oh yeah, her and Alley Catch or her versus Effie. That yeah. would make more sense than her at Survivor Series wrestling Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and like, there's a point where we're near the end of the match. It's like six minutes in, you can hear Ronda. She she goes to do that rolling roll through fireman carry Piper pit or whatever it's called, and she's like, "I right, yeah. got to start wrapping it. We got to go home. We got to wrap it up." And Shotzi's like, "Already?" Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I think I think Matthew actually called it a botch mania, but yeah, that match yeah, was she's... three minutes too long, and that oh, match was only yeah. six minutes. Yeah, it was seven minutes and twelve seconds, and, it, and he said it was three minutes too long. It was just. Yeah. It was, it was so I'm, I'm like, yeah, that deserves to be a four minute match. Yeah, it was not good. Um I mean the judo throw off the top was cool into the Piper's pit and the arm bar. I like the cockiness. If they are building to what you alluded to, uh, which makes perfect booking sense, especially when I was starting to when I saw their uh segments too, Rousey and Shayna Baszler, I mean that that's your money match. If you're not getting Sasha back for Mania you give these ladies 15 minutes in that ring, you give them five minutes of, of their entrances, and you make mm-hmm. it like a UFC feel. Like, yeah. you make it feel like, man, I'm at the MGM Grand, but I'm with 90,000 people outside in L.A. That could steal the, the weekend. <laughs> you know, if Rousey, because she's not going to, they're not going to mess around with each other. They're like, make me bleed. Come yeah. at me, bro. Have them do a Lesnar match. <laughs> like, that's your money match right there for the women, I, I would say. You know what I mean? Have them do the Lesnar match. They don't need to go more than five minutes. Just make it stiff yeah. and fast and hard-hitting, and people will eat it up. See, I, I want to see hella submissions. <laughs> that's all I want to see. Yeah, like, just make too. them do an MMA match. Like, why not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just have them do a legit MMA SmackDown Women's Championship match. Fucking um, prove it. 
Styles and Balor, I thought was I thought was decent. It, it made me go, man, I wish these guys could have been able to do this years ago instead of now. But it was fine. We did see We were there. We were yeah, there. that was four stars. Did someone like three, three and a quarter? On, on, the, on the match at Survivor Series? Yeah. I liked that they were given time. It was a fine match. I mean, it's what you expect with AJ Styles and Finn Balor. They told the story. If you knew their history, it made it even cooler. Um, My thing was is a wrestling match just seemed way too weird for me to be on this card. When it's a Survivor Series, I get it. Rhea and and, uh, and Mia Yim were were in the War Games match. But say they weren't, I think it would have been cooler if they would have did a four-on-four elimination and then ended it. And not just doing that on Monday, but I get it for, you know, logistical yeah, reasons. No you have to do the one-on-one match. But for me, I was just like, you reversed the shit out of it. Like, you know, like you could have just did, you know, the opposite days and, and it would have, you know, been fine. But, no, I, I thought this was great. Um, or, you know, maybe find another person for an elimination. But, uh, no, I, I thought the match was fine. Um, it was really good. But this, this, this will be a match. You know, a year down the line where you rewatch it, you're like, holy shit, this is really good. Again, 18, 20 minutes, I want to say it was. They were given time. They know each other, obviously. And, I mean, it just was a weird placement for a Survivor Series card to have a singles match of two prestigious wrestlers from other companies uh, to then be thrusted into this outlandish feud. It's, and not I, I bad guess, to, to say To try to say this in a better way, because I'm not dogging it, if I went three and a quarter, that's well above an average match. It, I, I think my problem is I need to. You know what this reminded me of is the same thing I bitched you about with Kenta when he came back for that first G one. Yeah. I need yeah. to. I need to start tempering my expectations down a little bit. Because it was perfectly fine wrestling. They had some really good spots. They had some really nice fall scenes. I liked a lot of the shit they did. I'm just going, where's that next year? And it's just, that's not what's going to happen. It's not going to be, Styles is in his 40s. <laughs> it's just, it's not what it's supposed to be anymore. And I, it, and that's on me. That's not on them. That's on me as a fan. I need to lower, I need to lower my expectations and, and temper them. And I bet you if I did that, I would come away with this match like I did with Tanahashi and Kenta from earlier in the year. I was like, Fuck yeah, four stars, that rule. Because they didn't go into it <laughs> expecting it to be a 2010 match. I, I think, went too. Went expecting 2022 uh-huh. Tanahashi and Kenta. I should have no, to watch this going, this is 2022 Styles versus Balor. You know what I mean? See, but that's the thing. They do it. They make it look so effortlessly. Like, to me, they do. and I know damn well. They didn't choreograph this match, but it seems so oh, choreographed no. at times because they just know each other. But it's it's the whole and they're so comfortable and they're professionals. It, oh yeah, I bet you they they talk a little bit. That's it. But like it's the whole oh here's Dom on the apron now here comes Gallows now there's Priest oh, here yeah. comes Machine Gun Cut again. It do a, they, an elimination match there. You know, yeah, do that six shit. There you go. Six-man elimination would have been perfect. And, save it for the and, save the one-on-one for your your three-segment show on on Monday, and then everything. And it wasn't fine. even that the interference was bad. Once again, 
Yeah. It was just in my head. I'm I'm thinking this is what it's going to be if these two were the G1 together. And I can't think that oh. way. That's that's where I ruined my my expectations. So that's my fault. Yeah. I, like I said, I own the whole thing. It's on me. If, um, I for some say, reason, they announced in 2023, you know, with the relationship that WWE is going to take from AEW, that Prince Devitt will make his return into the G1. Do you think he, he could hang? How would he How would he fare with, let's say, 31 out of the 32 of this crop's G1 from this year? Do you think he I, would make a dent, or would he just be a, a, a man in the middle? I think he would do a much better job than Styles would. Really? I, I think Balor can still go for the most part. And it's not that I don't think Styles can either. I think it's Styles, I think, is just like Shinsuke, knows that he can take care of his body and he doesn't have to do that. And Bruce all power. Yeah. Every single pro wrestler, Alex, dreams of the day they can go on cruise control and make the most money of their life. <laughs> And it makes me, I, I know you explained that to me years ago, and I'm like, well, that just doesn't seem fair. But you're like, no, you bust your ass for 20 years, you know, if not more. And then, yeah, like you said, that's the dream. Look, at the end of the day, this fucking fan base wants to see Uncle Howdy and the Alexa Bliss being hypnotized by a television flashing a butterfly. That's what this fan base Oh, my God, they're still wants. doing that? You're yeah, really she got hypnotized on Monday. And wasn't able to answer Bianca Belair's question. She was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because the, the Wyatt logo flashed on the team behind her, and then she just kind of, like, drooped into, like, not paying attention. is stupid. Wasn't um, it weird think, how uh, – and I don't know if it was just the character then, like you just explained, but Alexa Bliss, man, um, she just looked out of it during that women's chamber. Um mm-hmm. Bored like or just like I'm here. It's like weird. she used to be like the biggest thing, and then you know she was must see for a while, and then all of a sudden she's like, eh. But again, maybe it's part of you know what they're doing. But no, I I, agree. I, I, I don't see any reward in this Bray Wyatt bullshit except for those no. neck bearded marks that love the what, what what is it, Uncle Howdy? That sounds gross. Yeah, Uncle Howdy is based off of his dad. Barry Windham. It's a bait. Tell his dad was IRS. Oh, yeah, it's Uncle then. Oh, yeah, Uncle Howdy. How so, I thought it was his stepdad. No, wait, no. This, that's, you're thinking of, uh, wait, are you thinking of Tully Blanchard, Magnum TA with Tessa Blanchard? Oh, yeah. Well, I knew Barry Windham was a part of it, but yeah, he's their uncle. You're right. Wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're rotunda. Wait, wait. Barry Windham's a rotunda. I think I think Mike Rotunda like married the Windham sister or something. That's right. Okay. That's what it name, was. His, yep. his shoot first name is Windham. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Which, by the way, get uh, well. He was in the ICU. Barry yeah. Windham had a heart attack earlier today, I believe, at an airport. Um, which I kind of alluded to the group, and yeah, I mean, he's one of they the best players, you know, of that era. I mean, a horseman. I mean, he was, you know, not only a horseman, but he was a great uh, foe for for all the horsemen involved too. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything since the news earlier this morning, but yeah. Um, Only thing I saw is there's a GoFundMe up for him. I don't know okay. that exactly, but yeah, Wisdom man, one of them. He he's I think one of the most underrated big men ever. He he was so good. He if you guys you listeners if you two Alex if you haven't seen it want a good match to watch of his that that entwines with with what we talk about with Puro Super Brawl three. Yep. Watch Barry Windham and Great Buddha. Oh jeez, yeah, really I good match for the NWA title. Yeah. It was really good, really good. It's weird. Um, they say legendary WWE star. Wasn't he like a blackjack and that was it? Yeah, he was also uh, the stalker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was about to say he was a, yeah. But like, why are they saying WWE? The guy was they, NWA all day. Because the WWE bought all that, so they just equated oh. to WWE. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, I will say. My match of the night, which might surprise people, Austin Theory defeats Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins. I thought this rocked. I went four stars on this. Yeah. This, this notebook. This was a notebook match. Not a bad match. Theory looked great. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see he is a uh, representative of the Beyblade universe. Um, as the tournaments we used to throw back at the, uh, the old Toys R Us days uh, on, on a Saturday. Um, great new character, great endorsement again. Us, remember? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no, to come in on my defense. Matt Erickson wearing the Jeffrey suit. <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to uh, uh, who was it? Um, the guy who or Mace, the guy who's with Mansoor. Uh, yeah, in the, he won the up up down down Beyblade tournament, defeating uh. It was it was Team Kofi against Team Zelina Vega, and he ended up winning the whole thing, so he gets the title shot. Really? <laughs> Don't ask me why I watched that. I did. Uh, Baron Corbin, by the way, uh, was on Team Zelina, and he is like, I'm using so-and-so version this, and he's like, because he's tight. I was like, well, Baron Corbin rules. He just said tight. <laughs> <laughs> He seems like a cool dude. Like he, again, he, he plays his character well. I just but he seems he like a cool cat. Such a shitty wrestler. Like I love his finisher, and I love the fact that he said he'd rather have nobody kick out of that than win a world title. That to me says yeah. you care about what you're doing. But he's just so boring on the microphone. I'm like, God. Remember when they tried to blame him? Literally on television for the show. Our show sucks because we're making you watch Baron Corbin. That was one of the worst worst things I've ever seen in my life. I didn't bury on my worst of the year award because I didn't want to. I didn't want to live with Baron Corbin for the rest of his life because of how bad. Not even he deserved that. Yeah. Does anyone? uh, But we did deserve this triple threat match. It was uh, short and sweet, to the point. (laughs) Fantastic uh, finish there. Um, What was it like? The foot stomp uh, the to Rollins, or by Rollins to Lashley, which then Theory went to that top rope, which then Rollins superplexed him and then rolled him into the Falcon Arrow. And Lashley hits a spear randomly on Rollins, and Theory pins him. Mm-hmm. Uh, pins Seth Rollins for the title. Um, I thought that was a hell, a hell of a finish. Uh, Lashley looked great suplexing, putting the hurt log on both dudes, you know, just decimating everyone. Um 
and then Theory actually did what Lesnar could not do in his match at uh, at Crown Jewel against uh, Bobby Lashley uh, with that turnbuckle, you know, kind of pin. Um, I kind of like how they keep teasing that. Yeah. That's and I cool. like how, I, how he did it. Correct. I, I have to say, and, and this is once again, I, I'm saying this in a, I'm not trying to shit on one company and praise another company. So nobody please take it that way because this isn't how I'm meeting this. But my biggest problem always on WWE is when they have three ways and four ways is one or two guys, or the two will be in the ring and the other one or two will just be sitting there knelt over watching the match but acting like they're hurt. And then when the next thing happens, the next two come in and it's literally just singles matches intertwining people. Whereas when we watched, um, what was the last paper, pay-per-view? Was it uh, Full Gear, right? AEW did? Yes. Uh, the four-way, Claudio, Guevara, Jericho, and uh, Danielson. They didn't do that. It was four guys going in there and fighting, which is what mm-hmm. the closest thing to ECW, was, they perfected this. Closest thing we're going to get to it. This, for once, was not the WWE algorithm for a, a triple threat match. They, they all mm-hmm. were involved. Everybody did something that made sense with the next person. This wasn't Lashley and Rollins while Theory laid under the turnbuckle and watched them until it was his turn to stand up. Everybody got involved and did shit. And I I tell you, I would welcome these matches so much more if that's how these would be. Because you know how much they complain mm-hmm. about these multi-man matches. This was fantastic. Oh, yeah. This, yeah, this was, was not right. the normal, and I love that. Yeah. Again, realism. <laughs> you know, it's exactly. like we're gonna beat, we're gonna try to beat the shit out of these other people, so I don't get pinned, and hopefully, I can make the pin and win the title or keep it. Yeah. It so- Thank you for saying that. That's a great way to put it. It was a, it was real, <laughs> which leads us, Alex, to the uh, what's your time crunch at here? It's nine forty. Yeah, we got 10 minutes. Okay. So, um, the two War Games matches. I'm going to say, I don't know, I'm trying to think the best way to attack this. The women's match is the exact same thing as I said about a year ago when, or the last NXT one. I appreciate mm-hmm. the effort they put in, but it it was not good. It was a lot of standing <laughs> around waiting for the next person to bring a weapon in, and in Mia Yim's case, if they can even get it into the ring. And trying to not get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, all right, everybody watch her set up this table. All right, she's going to throw these chairs in, so everybody grab one, and everyone get in your position, and all right, and start. And then everyone did their choreographed thing. And they all worked hard. I, I'm not saying anything they did, bad yes. about the work rate. But it was just like before, all right, we're, we're going to do this the right way. We're going to have Ember Moon and Dakota Kai start this match. And they didn't know what the hell was going on when they were in the ring together. Do you remember me complaining about that? Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They screwed up four times in 30 seconds, and they got five minutes. They put the right people in Bianca and Dakota Kai. And I was like, all right, we're going in. And then here comes Io Shirai, and she about turnbuckled, pile drives herself twice trying to do her normal corner spot. And I'm going, oh, Lord, here we mm-hmm. go. It was all off the hinges from here, and it was like it was it was fine. It wasn't like I'm not dogging anybody. Everybody worked hard, but like 
you know, Nikki Cross is sitting on that thing up top, and she's just literally hanging out watching the match yeah. until they start getting together. And then she opens her eyes a little bit and then goes back into a character beating her chest and then stands up and jumps on. But before that, she looked <laughs> like a fan just chilling, just hanging out. I think at one point you could even see her legs swinging. Like she's just hanging out. <laughs> like, and and to be fair, it was probably uh, speaking of you know everyone worked hard. Uh, but it was funny when Nikki Cross was on Alexa Bliss's shoulders and Alexa Bliss was like going to drop back to smash Nikki Cross in the garbage can, which she totally did not hit Nikki Cross and uh, unfortunately dropped back herself and and, and you know trash canned herself, which. Was bad. I really hope Dakota Kai is not hurt because she got thrown onto the, that cage or in through the ropes oh or God. in between the rings so many times. Like, I felt awful. Same thing with Bailey. Did you remember that, like, brain buster she took? Oh, yeah. Oh, Everyone my God. Just, just, uh, just kill it. But one thing I, I loved about this match, which, of course, the face is one, uh, yeah, you know, Team, team Bel Air. Becky Lynch doing the leg drop off the top of the War Games cage, um, which I thought was really, really awesome. Uh, who did she kill on that, by the way? I, for, I, I forget who that was. Eo oh, Eo and Dakota. Dakota. Or Eo and Dakota, yeah. That's what it was. Um, well, by the way, showed that they're not pussies. Like, do you remember when she did it off of the ladder to Charlotte? And when she, she like, oh, yeah. had, like, ass first on her, like, on, on her, like, gut? And Charlotte's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <roll off. laughs> Two moments. Uh, three moments. Asuka delivering a beautiful miss and Rhea Ripley selling the shit out of it. Rhea Ripley, by that the way, cool. f- fantastic. She needs to yeah, do intergender right. wrestling like no other. Uh, she just has the character. She can just beat the shit out of each other or out of people. And she's like 25. It's it's just amazing to watch. Uh, Bailey and Becky Lynch going at it. Uh, again, the history there, I thought that that was really cool. Uh, Io Shirai doing that beautiful moonsault. People catching her, by the way, which I thought was great. Um, but she does it off the cage, right? She hits the, the two opponents. But she didn't even go for the pin. I was really yeah. confused. I don't like, like the other said thing. Oh, yeah, 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 give me a third. So my, my last thing, which I thought was brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I even put that in my notes. Brilliant scene. Bel Air looks like she's going to do the uber powerbomb or uh, everyone <laughs> off the top rope in the cage. And then Nikki just comes in and then just whacks her with the kendo stick to be like, nope, we're not doing this spot because we see this shit way too much. And yeah, love how I was like, oh, we're going to see it again. And she's like, nope, wham, that right was- in the gut. That was my other favorite thing where I'm just like, God, they deserve better, was Nikki Cross is in the ring with a kendo stick. And you had um, Belair in one corner, and you had uh, Bliss in one corner and Asuka in a corner. So they're all three surrounding her. Yep. And almost in unison, Alexa Bliss charges her with her arms over her head, like double axe handler, only to take a kendo <laughs> stick shot. And then she turns, and here comes Asuka, with her arms over her head to double X standard as she takes the candlestick shot. And then yeah. she turns to the third yeah. corner. Bianca Belair puts her arms over her head and you guessed it, charged her a double X handle only to take a candlestick shot. <laughs> like, come on, man. These women deserve better for how hard they worked. Yeah. And or maybe you me, just don't do two war games matches anymore. You just deal it with the biggest feud, whether it's men or women. 
Or what's but, so hard about let him just ch- try to fucking improv it? Yeah. Don't make them, huh. don't make them sit and have to wait for spots to happen because that takes you out of the match. Yeah. That is, like I said, I thought these women worked really damn hard and they don't have a great match to watch. Like, they worked too hard for that outcome of the match. And that's frustrating because I know how hard they tried. Mm-hmm. You know, and then a lot uh, of them disappear. Like, <laughs> You're like, where's time. Bianca Belair? I thought she was in this match. And then 20 minutes later, she shows up. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's that's literally what I assume Theory Lashley Rouse is going to be. It's just people yeah. rolling under the rope and just laying there watching until it's their turn. <laughs> like, God, the realism, as you call it. And, and I like, and I'll say this too. I still think Dakota Kai was the biggest, the biggest whoopsie that Tony Khan ever made was not calling her because she is yeah. tremendous. If they could have got her in that division with with Jamie Hader. Tony Storm and them, God bless America, we'd be on a roll, but you know, you, you, you F that one up, and she, and she is more charismatic than she's ever been. Oh, God. So if she goes two years without injury, she could be the top woman in the business, I think. Oh, she's great. One of, I, not the one of. But she's really good, and I'm excited to see hopefully she doesn't get hurt. Tegan Knox is back now, too. Yeah, that was wild. I, um... Didn't see the actual her come back, but I saw it was you know of course you know on the dirt, and I was like, huh, he's really doing. Uh, how, how did you grade her shiniest wizard? By the way, uh, wasn't very shiny, but I give her a hall pass because she's been, she's done it in ages. Yeah, she usually does, nice. when she when she's normally when you're when she's part of Team Kick, um, she does it great, and normally she does it great, but. Look, she, has, she probably hasn't worked since she's been fired, so I don't assume she's throwing Shining Wizards randomly around in the world. She's not like me, where every time I walk into my print department, I pump my left knee and then throw my right knee forward and slap my hip and leave the door open to get into my print department. And then people just look at me. And, you know, and for a minute or two before the Becky Lynch thing, I thought there was a real chance that Tegan Knox was going to be the fifth. That would have been nice. There's some history there, obviously, mm-hmm. um, with the opponent. So I thought that would, that would have been a really cool touch. I think that would have gotten a pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, then main event, what did you think of the men's match? Um, I really dig the bloodline. I love the camaraderie. I love how Jay and Sammy are good. I liked it was all like, Sammy, that's your best friend on the other squad there. Where's your allegiance? A tale as old as time. Uh, with the backstage segments, I thought those worked kind of throughout the show, you know, and Reigns going to, you know, the wise man saying, what do you think? Just silence. And I, I just thought the buildup was really good. And then for Zane to, you know, keep his promise and, you know, essentially sacrifice you know, Kevin Owens to the bloodline uh, from the hole of a kick um, to, you know, of course, you know, hitting him uh, Shinsuke Nakamura style right in the, right in the dick. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, that, that was pretty great. Then uh, for him to give Jay Uso the nod to do the splash, and then of course, you know, getting those pins there. So I, I thought this was a, a great thing to lead into what is probably the road to WrestleMania with Reigns and and Owens. 
Uh, I don't know if Owens is going to get a receipt for the slap, you know, that, that range receipt from Owens that, you know, kind of caused some, some backstage ruckus for a few moments there. Um, but the rumor has it, and maybe that's why Elimination Chamber pretty much was an instant sellout there, Ryan, um, which I'm kind of bummed that it got leaked, if, if, if it's true, but I think kind of cool in a way how they're going to do Owens Reigns at the Rumble and then Sami Zayn and Reigns at the Chamber. Um, I think it would have been cool to see it organically, even though it's kind of in our faces, and this storyline can't last all the way through Rockamania. Um but I think with them finally teaming up, especially after that that heartfelt promo where they're like, hey, I don't like you anymore. I never want to team with you, see you, you know, blah, 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 you know, doing doing a friend breakup, if you will, and then for them to, uh, you know, hopefully go for those tag straps and mania against the Usos, I think that'll be a nice uh, button to to a fantastic uh, happy accident of, of a storyline with Sammy and the bloodline and throw Owens in there. Um I think this is, you know, it, it was cool. You know, it was cool to see all 10 men, you know, kind of staring at each other on the opposite side of the ring. Um, the face team to me was a little wacky, but it was just kind of like those early 90s Survivor Series teams where you're like, Hogan, Boss Man, Earthquake. You're like, holy shit. This is kind of cool. Uh, bam, you know, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> Zero Santana. You're like, oh, all right. This is random as hell, but it works. You know, they, they all have a, a common enemy. Um, no, I, I, I thought it, it was fine. Nothing too crazy range, you know, just getting more chilled, uh, you know, as the time goes on, since the schedule isn't, you know, as adamant as it was prior. So, you know, <laughs> kudos to the storyline and, and I'm, you know, excited to kind of see how it plays out over the next couple of months leading to mania. Nick Martell, the warlord and power and glory, the visionaries taking on Jake, the snake Roberts. The Rockers and Tito Santana, the Vipers. And Barbarians. I'll I'll say this about the match was, this was a perfectly acceptable match for me. I don't, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it by any means. It kept my attention the whole time, and I thought everything was fine. I don't think they did anything that, like, wowed me, wowed me, like the three-way did. But they kept it simple, and sometimes simple is good, and I like that. Um... I am, Alex, thoroughly excited to, to see uh, Zane and Zane and Owens against the Usos at Mania. I think that'll be tremendous. Yeah. Um, I, I can also tell you uh, the whole thing hasn't leaked yet, uh, but it is now official. The Usos, the 2022 PWI Tag Team of the Year. The top ten will come up tomorrow. The magazine drops on Friday. So that just just dropped. I'm gonna see if I can get our old uh, old friend at the PWI that we talked to. Uh, see if she can get me the list early. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yes, yeah, the Usos went from number four to number one this year. So who? Usos went from four say? to one. Oh wow! Because they were four last year. Well. They're always number one in our hearts. And didn't you say years ago that best tag team in the E's history? I think they're the second best team in my in my existence. Behind demolition, of course. Right? I wish I could say that. No, I have. I think the Bucks and the Usos are the best two tag teams in my lifetime. 
Hmm. I have, better I than think the Dudleys. What's that? I said better than the Dudleys, huh? Yes. Dudleys are good ones, good ones too, because they had that. Um, they had a a really nice, a really good longevity and run. I wonder where I, I, mm-hmm. I actually found my list. I had the Dudleys at number seven. Hmm. I had, Are they above Edge and Christian and the Hardys? Hardys I had at nine, Edge and Christian I had at 14. Okay, good, good. My, my te- so at 10 I had Harlem Heat, nine I had the Hardys, eight I had the Road Warriors, seven the Dudleys, six Rock and Roll Express, Oh, makes me sad. Five, I had Demolition. Should be higher. Uh, number four, I had Jay and Mark the Briscoes. Oh, I had the Usos at three. I lied. I thought I had them at two. Huh. At two, I had the Holy Demon Army. And then at one, I had the Young Bucks. Holy Demon Army being Kawada and Akira Tawe, for those that don't know. How are they not over the Bucks? Because the Bucks have been a tag team on TV consistently having their like having actual footage for, I don't know, 17 years. What, since Nick was out of the womb is what you're saying? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, that's where a lot of these were too. Because like I looked at some of these, like I had, I had the brain busters at 17. And somebody, somebody, when I was writing out the actual thing said, how do you have them that low? I said, look, if you want to grade them on their year and a half as a tag team, then they're a top 10, top five team ever. But I'm going from 1985 to 2018. You can't tell me they're 15, 16 months together the WWE makes them a top team. No. There's not enough longevity there. No. Definitely does not. Speaking of longevity, unfortunately, this is as long as I'm going to go on tonight. Ryan is going to, of course, discuss the DDT Duo Grand Prix Finals. Uh, final battles this weekend, huh? Um, yeah, so we I, definitely got to talk the matches that we've already seen on the last pay per view. But he's gonna break down. I'm, I, I'm glad we're, we're gonna save all the AEW stuff for when our residential haters gone. Who, Jamie? I'm all about her. <laughs> I'm all about those Brits. But thank you, guys. Uh, continue, of course, to listen to Ryan's wonderful analysis. He's going to talk about a little uh, stardom as well. Um, and then uh, hopefully soon, end of this week, we'll, we'll talk that that crossover show. Um, RepSource.com, WrestleCast, in your uh, coupon at checkout, 15% off. I got a skedaddle. Uh, thank you, Ryan, as always. Keep it pimping. And uh, go DDT and go. <laughs> Final game coming up, y'all. Uh, yeah, we, you know we can get into some of this here. Uh, I know that we, we've talked to the E. Um, we're 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 going to get Alex back into the bureau, so it doesn't have to go to the back. And it's my goal. That's my my third resolution. I should have told him that. I didn't. I apologize because uh, I love his bureau takes. But GDT Cork and Hall, uh, 711 fans were in the the venue for this. This was the. Dio Grand Prix 2022, the final. Uh, the winner of the tournament gets a title match against Kazutara Higuchi. And I understand the attendance being 7-11, which sucks. But is in a little bit of a weird spot where they know Konosuke Takeshita is going to be shared between their company and AEW, which is a blessing for us. 
Um, <laughs> but not for GDT fans. And, oh man, I wish we, I wish I could have talked about the soccer match with Alex. That's what I I, I think he would have loved to see. Uh, we'll get into that. But it, it was a fun show. Um, you know, everybody knows I'm not the biggest Yuki Onaya guy. I thought he had a decent decent ending. You know, we'll go to the finals. We'll start Yuki Ueno wins the, the tournament defeating Yuki Onaya. Yuki Ueno is the guy that we've been saying is going to get a rub. It's just a matter of when you fit him in. He had been their secondary champion for a while. Uh, it, just, it just wasn't necessarily, I don't want to say the rub, but he had matches with Endo that were good. He had matches with Takeshita that were good. Now I think Yuki Ueno, I, I think he's going to beat Kazutada Higuchi when he gets the title shot. We'll have to see what happens, but that'll be my guess. Uh, he defeats Yuki Onaya in 2032. And look, this was the best match I've seen Yuki Onaya have. I truly think he worked as hard as I've ever seen him work. And I was happy with him. This is why I think they'd been trying to push the guy is because they saw this in him. And he came in and he was working. Look, he's always been that guy with the stupid goofy hair and his singlet. He just looks like an overgrown infant. And he just has the worst look. And I don't know, there's nothing you can do to spruce him up. But if you want to do something with him, you do this. Um, cage match inmates had it at a 7-7-1, which equates to almost a three, you know, about three and three quarters, three and a half, which, like I said, as a, as a non-Yuki Onaya fan, I like that, and he stepped up. Uh, the right man won. Yuki Ueno, I think, is a guy that they can ride going forward. He's only 27 years old. And why not try to try to give him a shot and, and let him run with it and beat Hazuchi? So we'll have to see how that goes going forward here. Uh, right before that, speaking of Kazusana Higuchi, the champion, he tagged with Yuji Hito, uh, Ricky Shane Page, and Chris Brooks to defeat the Damnation TA team of Daisuke Sasaki, Cannon, Minoru Fujita, and MJ Paul. Uh, 10.50 on the match. Wasn't anything too special, but, you know, nice little filler. Uh, DDT Extreme title in a TLC match, and this surprised me. Uh, Joey Janela losing the championship at 11.32 to June Akiyama. There was a wild spot where Akiyama pushed Janela off of uh, the top rope through like 30 tables that were built in this giant structure, which is wild. Akiyama, after it was over, held up the title and confused and tell like, oh, wait a minute, what is this that I want? Why am I... I don't do anything extreme. So I think this extreme title run for Akiyama could be really fun because it's the old grumpy, strong style, Noah four-pillar. I'm not four-pillar, but I wish I was four-pillar type guy in these wacky DDT, you know, <laughs> where we have, you know, if you make a noise, you lose a point type thing. So we'll see where that, that all takes us. I'm kind of excited. Uh, we did have a six-man tag team match, uh, Disaster Box, Kazu- uh, Kazuki Hirata and Torawashi, uh, tagging with Naruki Doi as they defeated Hiroshima, Kazuma Sumi, and Yukio Sakaguchi. Uh, it was cool seeing Doi. The, the team of Doi, Hirata, and Owashi are the six-man tag champions, uh, getting the pin on Kazuma Sumi, one of the young boys that they have. But watching Doi and Hiroshima in the ring together was kind of fun. So that was, that was a good moment. Uh, tag match, uh, six-man tag, that was kind of fun. 
burning Tetsuya Endo, Yusuke Okada, and Katoro Suzuki defeated the 37th Kamita team of Mao, Shima Katsumata, and Toy Kojima. Uh, Tetsuya Endo with a pinfall on Kojima. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm going to save the next match to the end. Uh, your opener was Hideki Okatani, Hikaru Machida, and Sobatakao uh, defeated Takeshi Masada, Yuki Ishida, and Yuya Kuroko. Uh, Sobatakao gets the victory for his team. Standard opener, uh, getting some of the young guys some reps. And I tell you what, guys, this second match. Let me get a drink. My throat's hurting me here. I see the only thing is there's no breaks for me. Um, Akito and Antonio Honda took on the pheromones team of Den Shoko, Dino, and Yuki Ino. Dino, Ino, and uh, um, <laughs> Dino had on a Brazil jersey. Uh, Yuki Ino had on a, uh, an Italy jersey, which Italy didn't make the World Cup. And then Yumihito Ivanari came out, and I can't remember what team he had on. But they were all wearing soccer jerseys in which it was determined that this is now going to be a soccer match. So if you get a pinfall in a one count, you get a goal. So they, uh, they're wrestling, and it was 2 nothing pheromones after two pins, and then the referee blew the whistle for halftime. And then at halftime, they switched partners in, and Dino left, and Imanari came in. And then Akito and Honda got two, two quick pins, uh, two two, and there was a couple times they had to review Dan Shoko Dino with an illegal pin, and they went to the instant replay, where the referee left and walked into <laughs> the stand so he could go to the announce table and watch the laptop to review it and realize he was cheating. No goal. We then went into penalty kicks, where they literally brought a soccer ball in the ring and tried to score goals on each other by kicking it through their legs into the crowd. And when it's all said, then Pheromones get two goals, where Akito and Antonio Honda only get one. Pheromones three, Akito and Honda two. Just a wild match. It was every reason I love DDT. Um, so that was your DDT deal, Grand Prix 2022 of the final. Um, also on Saturday, I did partake. I didn't write down. It wasn't... I don't know I it wasn't the best show, <coughs> and once again I don't know why I'm, I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm just this was in uh, Saugat Illinois at Pops Nightclub I don't know if I'm just starting to get over these and I hate to say that because like I like this company but I don't know um, it was what it was. Uh, GCW, they, they, as I said, had their show, Pops Nightclub. Nick Monowa and Dave Prezak were on the commentary. Uh, we opened with Starboy Charlie defeating Jack Cartwheel in 1325. Perfectly acceptable wrestling there. Uh, Axton Ray and Shane Mercer defeating the Bang Bros. August Matthews and Davey Bang in 723 was not, not too good. Uh, we then had a death match between Sawyer Wreck, who defeated Man Man Pondo in 1117. This was kind of brutal. They had a big two-by-four with, like, a buzzsaw stuck in it and were using it against each other's, like, foreheads. At one point, Pondo put it in Sawyer X butt crack 
and pulled it up her back, which was disgusting. Uh, Pondo also had like this rigid knife he was stabbing her with. She had some other some other gross shit she did with that buzzsaw. I mean, it was it was violent. It wasn't too good. Uh, but Sonya Rock does get the victory. Uh, then one thing I said to Alex earlier, uh, three-way, three-way match, Los Mazios, Mayan Vino, defeated Tuco Scorpio on the stand-in and the second-year crewmates, Warner Matthew Justice. This was seven-minute match. There was a lot of shenanigans at the end with Mazios and... Azizos and uh, Scorpio Sandman dancing, drinking beer. The said gear crew got out of there as fast as they got in there. I don't think they wanted anything to do with it. Uh, then we had a different boy, Jimmy Lloyd, defeating Jake Lander in 827 with, a, if I remember right, was a vertebraker. Kind of a fun match, but um, it was quick. Like, I, do, I do like that they went sprint on it over anything else, but yeah, it was whatever. Uh, FB at 11.40 defeated John Wayne Murdoch, who had just won the latest tournament of survival, or Nick Cage Invitational, whichever the last one they did. Uh, Murdoch won. Uh, FB, though, gets the win over him. Uh, I think he beat him with Sack Rider. Then we had Tony Deppin versus Jordan Oliver, which I liked, but they went 32 minutes. And a lot of it was they were trying to play off of during COVID when they did the 24-hour show that Deppin and Oliver had that two-hour-long Iron Man match, so they're trying to play off of the the ability to not, uh, you know, if they don't gas, but Deppin taps Oliver. I think the ref stopped and he didn't tap um, submission over Jordan Oliver, who, you know, Deppin getting the job done, which is good. And then main event, death match, GCW World title on the line, Nick Gage in 12-12, defeats Cole Renner, pile drives him. Uh, after the match, Tony Deppin does come out and challenge Nick Gage for a future title match. So, we'll have to see what happens there. I think it'd be cool if they put the title on Tony Deppin. I don't I don't see any reason why you don't. Uh, with that being said, we also will move on to Final Battle, which I'm way, I'm way excited for this. My, 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 my co-host is not, I don't think, but I think it's going to be one of those shows where, like with a lot of the ROH ones, where we get out and we're like, oh, man, that was really good. Uh, World title match, Chris Jericho taking on Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, I think Chris Jericho in this world title run is one of the best angles on AEW television. I love all the interactions with Ian Riccoboni and the fact he, he wants to constantly wrestle previous ROH champions. and He wants to take the honor and disrespect it, even though, He's like an extremely fighting champion, which means he really is honorable. So it's like a double standard, which I don't think people are putting together that I really, really enjoy on this. But they're making it prevalent. I know, I know it's ROH on AEW television, but it's it's AEW wrestlers in angles on AEW television. And people freak out because it involves Ring of Honor. Who cares? Just enjoy a good angle. Kind of my feeling. And that's what I'm really liking about this. Jericho Claudio should be really good. Uh, Garcia, Utah, I'm damn excited. Uh, Garcia beat him for the title at their last big show, uh, Destiny Before Dishonor. I think it's a great rematch. Without proper TV, you really can't build every one of these titles. Like you can the, the heavyweight title. So I don't mind going back to a rematch because you're going to get a good match. 
You're going to get another victory for Garcia to help establish him even more. And hopefully at the beginning of the year, they get ROH on television and then you can really start developing characters and, and make this company start moving and hopefully back on track to be one of the best in the world like it used to be. Uh, Mercedes Martinez defending against Athena uh, maybe six weeks ago and said, I don't care. Now with this, ever since the Jody threat match on Dark with Athena, I am loving Athena's asshole heel persona that she has portrayed. I think this is really good. And I, I totally, totally am excited to see her continue this badass streak. And I think she's going to win the title. I really think she's going to beat Martinez. I think Jericho and Garcia probably retain, but I think we're seeing a new women's champion here. Uh, then we get Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson TV title. This could be kind of fun. Uh, I think Joe retains, but I don't have any issues with Juice coming in and taking the title. So I want to see where that goes. I could see Juice winning the strap and like a Wardlow costing Joe because then that way they can just build the TNT title and move on from the TV title. But I don't, I don't hate it whatsoever. And what I think might be the match of the night, guy I've been asking for, Shane Taylor and Shane Taylor Promotions, ever since ROH came in with the trios and AEW with the trios, let's get let's get Shane Taylor Promotions on TV. Shane Taylor shows up, calls out Keith Lee, uh, and backs up his history or the history about how they used to be partners, and nobody remembers you know him and Lee didn't respect and yada yada. And it's everything I've said where I, I wish more people paid attention to Shane Taylor because I thought he's really good. And him and Keith Lee, I think, one-on-one is going to be a banger. Uh, obviously, they're going to add more to it. I would assume we're going to get Embassy versus Dalton Castle and the boys. That'll be fun. Um, and, you know, it's not announced, and it could be not announced because they just don't want to advertise it on their TV because of the – but that were big week. But I hope we get to see um I hope we get to see some sort of match with the Briscoes on the show. I'd love to see Jay and Mark uh work final battle. Uh, yeah, I mean that was you know, that's kinda of where we were at with all of that. Uh final battle is this weekend this Saturday. I'm excited to see how that's gonna turn out. Uh, once again, the deal ended, and we have uh, New Japan, as I said, coming to to an end here with their tag league. Uh, and it looks like, uh, I think it's the 14th, as I said, it was the finale. December 7th, there's a show. The 9th, there's a show. Um, I think it's the 11th, but I could be wrong. But we'll get more into that here. Hopefully next week we can talk tag league. And then coming up in a couple weeks here, we will have our extensive Wrestle Kingdom preview. Wrestle Kingdom 17 coming to you from the Tokyo Dome, January 4th, 2 a.m. start time on a Wednesday morning. Um, I do hope that we can come to you with a two-hour pre-show starting at midnight before the Dome show. Uh, If we cannot, then that Monday... um, which would be the 2nd of January. It'll probably be our preview. So once again, we're about a month away from that. That's, that's one of our bigger times. I mean, we love ourselves in Wrestle Kingdom. This is, I mean, this, this is the show of shows. And 
the fact that we're getting Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega is, I mean, that's going to be just remarkable. So very excited for that. And as Alex mentioned, we're going to talk that New Japan started the store crossover show. Hopefully soon. That was on November 20th. I really like the show. I'm hyped and excited for Alex to watch it. So that way, as I said, I like his bureau take so we can get his thoughts on, on that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, have some fun. I hope you guys enjoyed the little game we played, too. Um, I'd like to get back to more of those, the fun aspects of the show. I, I want to get back to more of the drafts that we had talked about. I want to get some more uh, quizzes. I want to try to get my old co-host, Sports Guest Radio, uh, Jordan, to come on and do some more trivia with us. I think a lot of stuff's fun, and I think the interactiveness is a good thing. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming in, and we will be back next Monday. Uh, 8.30 or 9, I, I'm not sure 100% on the time frame. Uh, whether it's myself or both of us, um, we're going to consistently get out of a Monday habit. So you will hear us next Monday if you're listening. I thank you for, for checking us out. And uh, regardless of who's going to be here, we're, we'll, we'll be coming at you on this same hyperlink uh, anywhere you download your podcast. Uh, you know, get yourself some up sports, promo code WrestleCast, as Alex mentioned. Also, Every Friday night, Pro Wrestling Summit, 10 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. And we appreciate y'all. Um, I, I'm, I'm giving you my word. We're going to be more consistent. Um, you're going to hear us once a week at least. And, and going forward, that's how we're going to end quarter four, the last month of 2022. We're going to commence you with a bang, starting with Russell Kingdom. Uh, thank y'all for, for listening. And we will see you next, next Monday for episode 214. Oh, the rest of the cast, y'all.